to the Popular Apocrypha Podcast! Well, we're going to find some love today, boys. I'm Riley. I'm Nick. And I'm Tyler. And by love, I mean we're going to talk about Cupid. We're going to talk about butts. No. Yeah, only, Cupid's welcome butt. To, welcome to the Butt Podcast. This is no, my, only my Cupid's show butt. Where we only talk about butts. In this episode, Cupid's butt. I don't know if we should talk about Cupid's butt, because sometimes he's represented as a child. So oh, never mind. Didn't like that. talk about hey, Cupid's butt. Hey, I need you to take your children butt elsewhere. <laughs> it's an adult butt only zone. <laughs> Yeah, th- this is yeah. We only talk about adult cupid's butt. Yeah, yeah. Consenting um, adult cupid butts. <laughs> yeah, clearly. This, wow, this is not how I wanted this part of the episode to start <laughs> off, but it's okay because the uh, one who came in here hot and heavy talking about butts. Yeah, welcome to the show, Riley. <laughs> Did you just call me heavy? I called you. Yeah, it was a fat joke. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. What? I'm I'm proud of you for being able to put on weight, though. I'm confused. Uh, unfortunately, I, it seems like that you spiked sorry, so hard. I, I choked on my own spit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, your metabolism finally slowing down. If this is your first time joining us, <laughs> thank you for stopping on in. This is a pop culture show where we barely know what we're doing, and sometimes uh, we make rude jokes, and hopefully people laugh at it. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to find us or contact us on the socials, you can find us uh, at Papapoc Podcast, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I forget correct. sometimes. At P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast on the Twitters and the Instagrams and on the Facebooks. And if you want to find us in our more unadulterated uh, form, you can find us directly on the World Wide Web at www.popapoc.com. And if you'd like to throw money our way, I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, pay that's us nice. Money uh, but if you'd like to do that, uh, you can find us at patreon.com uh, forward slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. And with that, we are going to get into today's episode topic. And I thought we could do a fun little Valentine's Day theme mm-hmm. um, and talk about mm-hmm. Cupid. Butts. No. Cupid. Cupid. Mm. Cupping. Cupping. Cuphead. <laughs> Cuphead. Like a, like a sports Coop head. Uh Cupid is known as the god of desire, erotic love, attraction, and affection. Um, nice. He's often portrayed... Oh, and by the way, I'm god just going to make god a... Uh, what? What? God of... So, have you seen the vine or the little kid is trying to say that he has a bow and arrow? Mm-hmm. And dad's like, what do you got? He's like, a boner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's Shay Carl, isn't it? <laughs> I don't remember. But... Yeah. What you got there? It's a boner. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> don't shoot your mom with that. That's my job. Weirdly applicable to Cupid. Um, anyway, uh, right off the bat, I want to give a disclaimer. I am not an expert on Greek Boners. or Roman mythology. Oh. Um, I barely know the pantheon um, of either set of mythological. Which one do you know better? Things. Roman for sure. Really? Yeah. I know Greek much better than I know Roman. Really? Because mm-hmm. Romans tried their darndest to make sure that everyone thought what they did was theirs and that the Greeks didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, this is mine! At attempting to um, steal that. It's copyright infringement, by the way. Well, it's not copyright infringement if there's no one left we're gonna, to argue it's we're copyright send that over to our legal team. Tyler, what do you think about this copyright infringement? <laughs> I think that, don't worry about it. I mean, just like YOLO, dude. Hashtag, you only live once, bruh. So, all, right. all that being said, um, if I get things wrong, don't at me. I, I don't know what I'm talking no, about. At, at uh, please at him. <laughs> no, don't then, don't at me. And then at me, at Prison Wizard. Yeah, at, yeah, at Prison Wizard, at Prison my Wizard. legal team, and yeah. he will forward it and on I me. Will, I will respond um, in kind. He is often portrayed as the son of the love goddess Venus and me? the god Mars. Uh, no, not you. Oh. Cupid. Oh. Yes. We're back to the character. We are back to the character. I mean, Venus was 
the goddess of boners. Cupid is often shown with his <laughs> bow and arrow or his bowner, bowner that represents his source of power um, in that he can cause any person or even deities to be shot by the arrow and then be filled with uncontrollable desire and love. Nice. Um, oftentimes, Cupid gets the short end of the stick in myths by being the character who kind of deus ex machina sets things in motion and then just kind of leaves yeah, and then just bounces out and then <laughs> and then just books it yeah. um he is the main character in the myth of cupid and psyche though uh where there's kind of a a romance there uh i guess cupid visits her in the night and she's not allowed to see him he says don't like don't look at me when I come visit you. And then out of curiosity, she turns on the lamp and sees Cupid. And it's like, oh, I've been sleeping with a god. And then Cupid's like, I'm peacing. And he runs. And Venus is really jealous of Psyche's beauty. And so Psyche wants to try to find Cupid again. Venus puts her through a set of trials. She dies. Cupid comes back and saves her. And then they fall in love. And the gods make her a god. Um, oh, kind of neat. That's how it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As one does. As one does. Um, yeah. It. Also, as a fun fact, it's been mentioned that there's a possibility, maybe, that uh, Disney's Beauty and the Beast is a retelling of that tale. What? In a way, because she doesn't want to be, I don't know, whatever. Um, Wait, so who who in the story is Cupid in Beauty and the Beast? Stockholm Beast. Beast is uh, Cupid. So Beast is if Cupid. we're thinking about this in terms of the live action, so Dan Stevens is Cupid. I'm so far I'm um, on board. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> um, I want to talk about what different actors I think would be a good Cupid. We're gonna start off with Bill Murray. No, why would Bill Murray make a good Cupid? Well, um, he's cute and funny. In some myths, Cupid is portrayed as a boy or a slim youth. In others, he's portrayed as a winged adult. Um, and then in other forms, more towards the Renaissance, I believe, um, there are like tiny Cupids and they float about and they cause people to fall in love. Um, weird thing about Cupid's arrows, uh, some legends say he carries two kinds of arrows, one with a sharp golden point that when it pierces a person um, makes them fall in love and be filled with uncontrollable desire. Uh, and then the other type nice. of arrow is uh, tipped with a dull lead point um, that when striking someone uh, makes them hate the person they're with and flee. Makes you super dumb. Uh, super angry. Um, other versions of the myths say that he has an additional third arrow which is like a a silver tipped arrow um which for werewolf hunting mm, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. says it's m- like more compelling than a gold arrow so a gold arrow is like ah you're kind of hot i'm attracted to you and then a silver <laughs> arrow is like marry me yeah hey daddy yeah, let's bone down right now boner it's boner <laughs> and, and then last but not least light blue arrow uh there's there's other weird parts of the mythology that talk about uh cupid and dolphins or like he's often portrayed riding dolphins around um some people say it's like representative of the heart's journey when finding love um others say it's just supposed to represent being like majestic um apparently there's a oh there's According to my cursory research on Wikipedia, there's a modern era fountain in Palazzo Vecchio in Florence, Italy. I don't know if I said that correct. I probably did not. But it's in Florence, Italy, and there's a statue of Cupid strangling a dolphin. Mm -hmm. So there's that, too. Um, Like in a headlock? (laughs) I haven't looked up the... like with his bare hands. I I think, yeah, noogie style. Noogies, you gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then another fun, like, legend about Cupid is uh, once 
Cupid when when Cupid was a when Cupid was younger, he wanted to steal some honey from uh, a tree. And when he went to go steal the honey, the bees stung him and he cried out and ran to his mother, Venus, um, basically saying, like, why does such a small creature cause such painful wounds? And uh, Venus, B- Venus basically looked at him and said, ha nerd, that's exactly what you are, a small creature that causes wounds of love. And um, that's their relationship as mother and son. Imagine getting roasted by your own mom. I did. Like to that extent <laughs> uh, i mean like there's one thing when your mom's like your beard looks funny or hey, your haircut looks stupid or hey get a job yeah. or hey yeah i mean you and your father or hey why don't you more. call anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah why why did you stop answering my emails your mom emails you yeah yeah my mom emails me wait uh, you... are you saying your mom doesn't email you Riley? uh hashtag yes. sad that's the biggest roast ever yeah um, so anyway that's so... basically my uh cursory completely lack of knowledge about cupid um do you know cupid's analog in the greek eros pantheon? eros yes that it is? yeah it's funny because cupid has a boner and he shoots arrows and the greek <laughs> interesting is eros yeah, he boner. <laughs> so i don't know kind of what i'm thinking is in terms of where to go with cupid um, we've already done an episode on Hercules where we talked about every, everyone, Hercules, where everyone's basically aliens. Well, yeah, but Hercules is a Greek, um, demigod. Right. So, and, um, Cupid is a Roman god. Yes, he is a god. Yeah. He, he came from Venus and Mars. Two gods, not just one. The god of love and the god war. of war. Uh, fun fact, also in my cursory research, sometimes Cupid is represented as uh, being a child, like childlike innocence of love. But also sometimes Cupid is represented as wearing heavy plate war mail mm-hmm. um, to represent how uh, love is war. Yeah, well, love sucks. <laughs> love and sometimes hurts. there's losses and pain. Yeah. Um, so... We could either make Cupid somehow fit into the Hercules, Hercules saga. Hercules. Or we could well, just make him his own thing because he's typically, he's more he's more well known as his Roman counterpart than his Greek counterpart. So earlier today, I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to the Rooster Teeth podcast Off Topic from Achievement Hunter. I'm listening to that. There was They did this ad roll and um, I think it was for like movement or something. Hashtag not sponsored by this podcast yet, but uh, it was Michael Jones and he was talking about how the, the their sponsor for that um, was offering, you know, such and such, whatever, um, whatever product. And so basically for Valentine's Day is like your own personal Cupid. And knowing that, you know, we were going to do Cupid today, I was like, oh, well, that's an interesting idea. What if everyone had their own personal Cupid? And now, Riley, with what you just said about the whole love is war thing, I mean, why not have everyone has a their own personal Cupid that defends them from falling in love and protects them from those the, the horror and danger of falling in love with someone? I have, I have two questions. One is the <laughs> your own personal Cupid like a service where you can hire just a dude to walk around in a diaper and follow you mm. well or... now it might be i'm gonna i'm <laughs> give me a second i gotta post online about this <laughs> put a craigslist, craigslist. Out there. Yeah, yeah that does yeah no, that's a, that's Cupid. that's a craigslist thing for sure i with my dad bot will follow you around in a diaper with a boner <laughs> and yes. just throw with things a boner all day with my boner <laughs> and in full plate because again that. Again, defending you. They're defending you, so... My upper body will be plate mail. My lower body will be... uh, Exactly. 
And then my second question is, mm-hmm. are you saying that I got married because my Cupid was failed? defeated? I don't know how I feel about that. Defeated by what? That's a good by, question. I by don't your know. wife's by Cupid? the love demon. The love demon. <laughs> the tentacle love That's demon. That's what they called me. No, school. not the Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Take back everything hey, you just I've said. Seen every <laughs> single anime with that one in it. Gets a hold of your stop heart. Well, I love. I genuinely love the the idea about um, the the Craigslist ad for having your own personal Cupid. What if this was like an actual service that people knew about that you could actually hire out a Cupid? It's like a normal thing, like kind of like uh, instead of getting a Lyft driver, you just order a, uh, through the app on your phone. Oh, you order your Cupid. Everything. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you order this app uh, through this app, and and then. Um, uh, in about about twenty minutes, uh, a personal Cupid shows up, probably driving a Prius, and uh, oh. drives you around and follows you around all day to protect you from the dangers of falling in love. And as Nick said, they have that dad bod. They're wearing that plate mail on top. They've got their uh, bow and arrow of some kind, and then they've got that diaper diaper on the bottom. I don't know how I feel about um a lar- a grown man in plate mail and. A diaper following me around trying to save me from the boner demons. <laughs> but but this is a normal thing. This is like people know people can people, order this. People know that. about my boner demons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they see this guy following me around and know that I'm not about the boner demons today. It, it's it's an alternate universe where services nine one one services mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. the paramedics, mm-hmm. the cops, mm-hmm. the firefighters, mm-hmm. and then the cupids. <laughs> Naturally. Oh, emergency. Okay, I like it better as an emergency services thing than a than through the app. I really like that actually. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? Yeah. Like, how would that function, Riley? Um. So basically, you know, you would call nine one one, and they'd say, "What's your emergency?" And then you would say, "Um, I'm starting to have feelings for this uh boy." And then they would be like, "Oh my god, they'll we'll top level priority this." And then you just hear. Uh, a drop team kick in your door and it's just a bunch of men in diapers and <laughs> plate suits. <laughs> what? I mean, I all think right. that would remove all feelings of like <laughs> romance and desire from my person. So that might actually work. Why isn't this a thing? <laughs> so, so how do they go about, how do they go about de- defending you from yourself? No. So uh, you're he, like, I have, I'm starting to have feelings for this boy. And next thing that happens is a bunch of half naked men kick in my door. Well, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! They're they're not half naked. They've got they've got bottoms on. They've got the they've got that. They've got tops on. But there's gonna uh, be so show... much naked thigh. Th- there's a <laughs> hairy, little extra thigh. So hairy naked much thigh. thigh meat it's going definitely on hairy. Also, I'd like to imagine. You know why 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 be sexist, right? We can have female uh female cupids in this in this universe. Why not? So much naked thigh <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, Nick's not concerned about what I'm, yeah what I, kind of naked thigh it is. It's just yeah. it is naked thigh. I'm not concerned about the gender of. The I mean, thighs. it's just thigh. It's it's just yeah. thigh, right? I'm, it, I I'm mean, just so what about a bunch of thighs kicking in my door <laughs> and me getting a boner from those thighs? So okay, let's oh. let's let's step I'm, back. A little I'm about. Bit. Legs, I didn't consider right? that possibility. Yeah. What if what if they kick in the door and now I'm extra turned on? Well, but then they've diverted it. Away kink, from the person that you had being, feelings for. My, yeah. <laughs> my, my king is being <laughs> invaded. In, well, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. It's invaded by naked thighs. Um, so maybe, oh, no. maybe, Didn't okay, like that. just throwing, throwing, out, throwing the idea out here. Okay. Yeah. So it's an alternate universe where there are no thighs. No. Thighs <laughs> <laughs> no attached, longer exist. You're just attached directly to your feet. There's, there's no uh, thighs, no knees, <laughs> no calves. That'd be, like, all of this leg is gone. It's just, it's just. But to feet. 
What if there was still the space, but like it, like, uh, like it was just Rayman? empty air? Yeah. <laughs> exactly like Rayman. Like Rayman. Yeah, yeah it's exactly See, like Rayman. I have. I have less of a problem now because everything's covered. Uh, and there's no problems. With you can't have a thigh problem if there are no there's thighs. There's no thighs, right? Okay, um, so that's that's what the cubits look like. Hold on. That. <laughs> hold on. All right, really back. Real back. Real back. Real back. It's an alternate universe where there are. Oh, man, I'm trying to think what the best analog would be. Maybe it's like there are. No, because I don't want to make it too socio-politically complex. Mm. <laughs> I'd like it to be funny. Not sociopolitically complex. It's going to be hard not to make this idea of a bunch of cupids being called the same way you'd get a whole little fire department. I mean, we don't have to figure every logistical detail out, right? Like, we don't have to figure all the details out. We just have to come up with a good idea and then present it to our our local uh, law enforcement. And then they can implement it. Because this is the most sexually charged, socially... (laughs) Whoa! I I mean, I'm not... (gasps) Idea. I... Nick, yes, you did it. I did it. You did it. Why? Here's the thought. We okay in a future. We, we not a future. Alternate dimension. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In a where dimension. in an alternate in an alternate dimension where uh-huh. people exist. Yeah. Right. But there is no attraction sexually to the other sex right. or the same sex. Because There's no attraction at all because we polyp off. Instead of having no sex to reproduce, it, it's it's no. overdone, Nick. The polypene, it's overdone. No, no, Come no, up no, with a new no, word. no. New, yeah. It's it's not overdone. In this alternate universe, we lay eggs. Ooh, there we no, go. Something we new. actually yeah. maybe we don't do that. I hate. That I love idea. that. Like, like everyone's got a large cloaca. Yeah, you have a cloaca. We're not going to do that. In the, in an alternate, I just want to finish my idea. <laughs> in an alternate universe, people are not attracted to each other. Everyone is asexual, okay? But there exists a small faction of freedom fighters. Who are all about sex. Called the Cupids, who are all about sex. (laughs) All about sex. All about Not not just sex, also romance. Romance and sex. Yeah. The, the, The pursuit of someone else in a romantic way. Right. And they exist in this world. And they're like the 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 freedom fighters, and armed with their KY jelly guns and their Viagra grenades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, we're not there yet, but because they're it's like the Assassin's Creed, right? Like there's a long history of this organization existing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Nick, what you're describing is modern problems require modern <laughs> solutions. But uh, my gorilla sex warriors, <laughs> <laughs> not well, just sex, Nick, romance. My, excuse me, my guerrilla romance warriors. Oh man, that's that's got to be the title of this podcast yep. or this episode yeah, right here. Just the whole podcast. The, welcome, welcome to a new podcast. Welcome to Gorilla Sex Warriors. <laughs> <Welcome to> gorilla <laughs> sex. Spell, spell gorilla not like the animal, like gorilla fighting, gorilla warfare. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're not talking like large hairy, <laughs> large hairy sex warriors. <laughs> well, but anyway. we are also talking about large hairy sex warriors. Yeah. Yes, in a way. And basically, what what they're doing is they're trying to get people to like no nick just say it just say bone down <laughs> just we're all, again trying to get everybody to go to the bone zone consensually right i mean or or fall in love or yeah, fall in love develop a crush i mean it's got to start you got to start small with these you know revolutionary movements you know develop- we didn't start the united states in a day right like it's it's a, you start with a small seed a pun intended, and then you grow that into a, a flowering uh, romance. So you got to yeah. start with like the, ba- the the most basic like crush or something like that. And so 
you know, just just relationships in general. They don't even have to be sexual because maybe sometimes like they they and we'll talk about the methods by which they get people to. Oh, I don't know about that. Huh? You don't want to talk what? about how, how they get people to. No. Why not? What? You don't. What are you talking I thought about? I thought Riley was going to take that in a much more explicit way. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> you, you didn't let me finish. Get. I, I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> get people to like make relationships. Oh, oh OK. <laughs> um I, we already talked about the other side of yeah things. because maybe some people like still don't want to have sex and that's totally fine with them they're they're all about like whatever your relationship looks like but we just want people to start like having relationships right and so ah no screw it they want everyone to f- yeah they just want everybody to bone <laughs> down welcome to the bone zone I, so basically, so if I can, if I can try to recap and put this all in a little, little uh, compartment in my head. So basically, we're talking about what if we took um, the classic novel, The Giver, and made it all about trying to have sex. Right. No more feelings. Only sex. <laughs> it's actually the, the name of my new relationship book that I'm I'm coming out with yeah. next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or no or your uh, or sex. yet another Twitter handle, Nick. No. <laughs> No feelings, only sex. No feelings, only sex. Um, My autobiography. Uh, I just want to quickly iterate. Uh, I don't agree with that sentiment. Yeah, yeah. I would argue that like it's like sex on antidepressants. No feelings, oh, only sex. I, I don't like the turn that um, that took. So. <laughs> Shut the f*** down. <laughs> so. Um, it's like when I enter a party and everyone's like, oh, man, Nick's here. The conversations just die for a few minutes. No one does that. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, hey, at least you're getting paid attention to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I revel in the silence <laughs> at a party. I mean, do would you like to do something else with this Cupid idea, the Cupid Enforcement Squad? You started unbuttoning your shirt when you said you I'm to do warm. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to do something else. No, <laughs> I'm just warm. <laughs> I, I want to return to the whole, I feel like we haven't developed the whole Rayman situation nearly enough yet. Mm, right, right. No more legs. I mean, no more I, naked legs. I mean, here's here's what I'm about. I'm really about this, like, uh, I, either, like, uh, emergency responder or revolutionary group kind of idea. Like, uh, either one of those. So those are two that we need to figure out, like, which direction we want to take that there. But then in terms of their appearance, I'm really down with it being, like, uh, like overweight, middle-aged people uh, who don't have legs, but they do have feet, and it looks kind of like they're hovering above the ground. They wear a diaper and plate mail, and they have some sort of bow and arrow of some kind, um, whatever that looks like. Uh, that's 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 where I'm at. But I don't I don't know which one I like more because I like both ideas. I don't know because the emergency responders I feel like is is unique and and funny. But then the the revolutionary. I mean, I really did like The Giver. I mean, not not the movie, of course. That was kind of trash. But I really did like the book. So I'm torn. I'm really torn here, guys. I I I'm so glad that your brain has stuck with the idea of the giver, but with sex. <laughs> I mean, tell me where I'm wrong. Wait, did I miss something there? Is it? <laughs> no, it just like it came up in passing. <laughs> but that's what stuck with Tyler. <laughs> Was, it's the giver, but with sex, and we we cast somebody who's not the kid who's a bad actor. Maybe it's an organization that, in ancient Greco-Roman times, mm-hmm. it was just this one being. We don't know. We we can figure out if they were a god or a person or what, uh, or a person who had these special bow and arrows. Um, but like they started out, you know, kind of being seen as the person that causes people to. Um, 
fall in love and do do the dirty and then it grew into this organization and then they came to be known as like an emergency response thing where like if if people weren't falling in love you could call them and they'd come out and they'd like shoot them with a bow and arrow or whatever modern like equipment would be and then make them fall in love and okay i also have an idea so shoot nick Nick, let let rally finish his and then Dang. my idea was that then it got so out of hand that a counter movement rose up and now they're underground freedom fighters because it got too big. Mm. People were oh. having too much sex. Too much sex. So like basically, you know, the 70s and possible. then the 2000s. <laughs> Uh, yeah, essentially the 70s happened and then uh, Yeah, exactly. It actually it, it was the 70s. I like the That's idea That's what happened. Um that they're a uh fast response safe sex uh, promotion group. Ooh, oh, I so like they that. just like launch condoms at people. Well, yes and no. It's one of those things like, like, like safe sex ninjas. You know, nice. like instead of throwing ninja stars, they just throw like condoms. Uh, it's one of those things like they're they're so they're a fast response safe sex group, uh, F R S S G, who first is like is like your 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 date's going really well uh, on both sides, and you think something might happen. Ooh, but you forgot protection. Call up Cupid. Here he comes. I'm just, I'm just gonna make this a a, a, a service that I start offering here. <laughs> here comes Cupid. Boom. Shows up with uh, everything you're gonna need for sex for safe sex, including a pamphlet. Huh. I mean, that's I do actually really like that. Yeah. Um, they'll, also, they'll walk what if the whole it, banana condom thing? If that if so it needs to happen. Can I can I expand on this a little more? Because I really love that idea. What if it was like like some sort of combination between like this safe sex uh, like ninja organization, but also what if what if in in our universe, in our popular apocryphal universe, what if you can donate love? Like what if the, this group, what if the Cupids are like the Red Cross, and you can donate love to other people who don't get enough love? And then, like they, so then the cupids are essentially dealing, de- but not like in the in like a uh, like an illicit drug kind of way, but like in a Red Cross kind of way. They 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 they're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, transplanting essentially uh, this the, these love this um, these positive emotions from the those that donate into those that have great need of those emotions. And uh, as part of that, that obviously includes their safe sex uh, advocacy, etc. Uh, I really like that a lot. So basically, you you call them up, and you call them up through nine one one if you desperately are in need of uh one of their you know services like the safe sex uh, ninja, or if you're well, in need of like I'm a transplant transfusion. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, if future editor editor Tyler could delete everything up until this point, and we'll just start out at the Red Cross idea. <laughs> I I like that because then it's not awkward. And There's nothing awkward. Um, so obviously they still look like Rayman. <laughs> yeah, no with diapers they, and stuff. They absolutely uh, because... look like Rayman with diapers, but yeah. it's it is like a Red Cross situation where you can you can donate love and give it to people who need it. I think that's fantastic. Or or if you're the person that is in need, then you can call up nine one one, and then nine one one will dispatch 
a a cupid operative or, or a cupid like maybe cupids have some version of like the red cross vans some version yeah. of those that they drive around or fly drive whatever around in and uh and they'll they'll come and give you a transfusion of those of, of, of like positive reinforcing love emotions and stuff and uh and and or if you need it then they'll uh, throw condoms at you can they um can their apparatuses that they use to like that they that they use to give love be uh like the really cartoonish um plunger gun from Larry Boy from VeggieTales? Ooh, I was and thinking more like t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yes, but it launches a suction cup that just attaches to like people's faces. And <laughs> yeah, yep, that's it, how it works. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a tube that goes back to the gun and uh then uh you just like you feel feel love. And I mean, it's not like it like is like uh it's not like you're being mind controlled, right? It's not no. like you're like like being mind controlled by the cupids into feeling these emotions. This is something that is uh obviously, as with all things uh on popular apocrypha, is consent based and so it's not like a cupid can force you to feel these emotions or anything. But yeah. um but if you they... if you need that transfusion. Yes. It's a public service, exactly. not a requirement. Exactly. Yeah. It's I not like it. it's not like you have to have a, a mandatory infusion of these emotions. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like vaccines, right? It really is the giver. Where <laughs> <Or> they <laughs> take all the emotions and they dole the, they dish them out sparingly to only certain people. So or just anyone. Or <laughs> just do people who donate love is it is it similar to a Red Cross thing where you can just go? Um, I imagine that there that that these donation sites uh, or not donation sites, but donation events. Um, again, there it's like the Red Cross. You know, they've got those like traveling units, and they've got different like uh, headquarters in like like uh, cities and stuff. Um, but uh, it's sponsored, so you'll have like a, a some sort of other organization that sponsors a donation drive, just like a blood drive. So it'll be like a, a feeling drive, or maybe a love drive, or, or I don't I don't know what to call it. But um, so maybe maybe a church sponsors one, maybe a uh, maybe it's maybe a, a some other like nonprofit sponsors one. Um, I'm trying to think of like some other organization maybe that would like want to sponsor such a thing. But I mean. I can't think of any organizations that would sponsor that, but I'm sure it would happen. I like it. But then again, it's also funny if it's a it's a war on love kind of thing and they're just shooting people with bow and arrows to make them fall in love. But like are they the, I don't know, that makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, the idea of forced love makes you uncomfortable, Tyler? <laughs> yes. That is exactly correct, Nick. <laughs> makes me very uncomfortable. Well, Cupid in in the in the legends had two arrows, one to make people fall in love and one to make people fall out of love. Oh, right. So, so that's, that's what your Cupid is defending you from is the ones that make you fall out of love. Oh. So these are like warring Cupid factions. So there's like the, there's the, <laughs> less love, more love. <laughs> there's the red cross version. And those are the ones that want to spread love around, give people love, you know, it, the, the, you know, like the, that, that, the, the, the do gooders. And then you've got, then you've got the, the gorilla faction that are trying to remove love because it's too volatile and dangerous for society to constantly be having these shifting emotions. And it's, unstable it's illogical that kind of thing is that is that where what you're thinking nick huh this wasn't my idea (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm thinking maybe it it's less about like man i don't know i less about love more of just boning down no (laughs) welcome 
Welcome to my... Nope, can't say that. <laughs> I mean, what if... So what if you've got the Cupid Society or the Cupid... I don't know what to call them, but like the, the Red Cross group. And then you've got like... What if it's like one Cupid that goes a rogue and just wants everyone to have all of the love? And what if they are constantly donating love from themselves and trying to give it to humans? Uh, maybe maybe being like a Cupid member is a sacrifice. Because it's like instead of maybe instead of like donating love, it's like they're giving their opportunities for love and sending it Ooh. on these arrows or on mm. these like delivery systems. So it's one of those things like, like I mean, what is love? Like baby, don't baby, don't hurt, hurt me. Don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> like, is it just a batch of chemicals that go off in your brain when you look at someone? Like, like, like it can, it can, we can, we can really break it down if we wanted to. But I like the idea that um, as well as like they they funnel their emotions or their opportunities for love or something into an arrow, and or whatever a a, a delivery system, and use it to um, make others feel better. I mean, it could just be like uh it, like they're arrows per se, but really they're just giant needles that they're shooting with a bow, and and that then that inoculates you with love. God, that's a scary idea. <laughs> also, I have an image in my head. I, I was saying, like, what if there was just like a massive Cupid war, and they're launching arrows at each other to make them like fall in love with the opposite faction, yeah. and then a medic comes up and just stabs a like lead arrow into the guy. He's like, "No, Jerry, no, come back to us, Jerry!" <laughs> and just stabs a lead needle in, yeah, slams his lead arrow in the middle of the dude's chest. Is is that what the opposite of love? Lead, lead straight to the bloodstream, well, that's otherwise the... known as death. <laughs> yeah, bullets. Yeah. Oh, it's just bullets. It's just bullets. <laughs> oh, it's just bullets. <laughs> just bullets are the opposite of love. <laughs> Interesting. We're not you a political podcast, well. but <laughs> this is the craziest. Like... <laughs> I like to imagine that if a cupid, that I'd like to imagine that cupids only have one way that they can donate love, or not. And when I say love, I mean like generally these these like the spectrum of emotion. That's what I'm saying. Um, and the only way for them to do it is like as Nick said, very sacrificial. So maybe like like they like the cupid's blood is like con- contains their love, and they have mm. to like literally donate their like, blood dip it dip arrows into it and that's mm, how they like, like, like a bee give it. like they have a love sack attached to their their stinger and when they sting <laughs> someone it gets removed from their body and they die well it's like i, I could argue that i i donate love all the time when i go to the sperm bank nick <laughs> well that's <God>. cut can <laughs> <laughs> hated that no <laughs> hated that so no, you- you got vans out there like the Red Cross vans that are just they're just taking oh my, my god <laughs> taking my spunk that's all it is stop uh, I hate that so much uh, alright moving past that moving past that <laughs> so we've got the, the emergency responders we've got people donating people needing uh, the sex ninjas it's the service but like who like do they have an antagonist? Is it like other cupids? Are there competing groups of cupids? Are like is there a cupid war, or is it a war between humans and cupids for some reason, or is it the government has put like a, a crackdown on cupid functions, and therefore like like the it's goes in the giver direction, and so the cupids are a guerrilla force that are trying to reignite feelings in humanity, or like how how do we want to uh, provide some some level of like conflict into the into the narrative i i think maybe we we just went what the if, big shoots you can do it i believe in you what if one of the cupids is like 
Okay, bear with me here. What if there's like an anti-Cupid, as in like an anti-Christ sort of situation, where a Cupid is, I don't know if Cupids are born, a Cupid is, is, a Cupid suddenly exists that- um, <laughs> is, it just it just is. <laughs> it just is suddenly, um, that is like devoid of these emotions and wants to take all of them for itself. And so is okay. is like posing as a Cupid, but- you know, like when the, so they're like they're like an emergency responder, or they're under the guise of an emergency responder, and they go and they accept uh, transfusions for donation of of like love and these positive feelings, and then they just take them and inject them into themselves. Um, but it's like a it's like a never ending void, and so they they're constant. It's kind of, it's basically a vampire um, in the sense that like always hungry, never never satisfied and constantly on the search for the next meal per se, which is those donations of human emotion. And maybe they sometimes take a little bit too much from the person that's donating. And maybe they, I don't know, I'm just trying to come up with someone that's like some, some Cupid like creature that is like a Cupid, but is kind of a psychopath. I think I'm going to start a restaurant and our tagline is going to be always hungry, never satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd want your restaurant to have that. Tag yeah, I don't no, think that would succeed. I think I don't think that would do well. Hey, welcome to Nick's, I'll, where you're where always you're hungry, hungry and never, never satisfied. satisfied. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! That's like my love life. Oh, okay. oh. sounds like you need a Cupid. I do. Call him up. Um, and ring. what if there's like Hello. a prophecy <laughs> about <laughs> about the anti Cupid? And what if the anti Cupid eventually like? What if they're the one? Oh, here we go. Okay. What if the anti-Cupid goes up in the ranks of this Cupid like organization? You know, the, again, this is like a government connected, a government affiliated organization. They rise through the ranks. They become like the head Cupid, and then they they like convince the the governmental authorities or whatever that the the powers of the cupids and the, the the what they do is too is is too volatile is too dangerous and needs to be put under closer management and over time slowly begins uh essentially siphoning off all donations to himself or or herself and and eventually it does basically become the giver situation it does eventually become the giver situation because there's constantly demand for donations, but no one's actually getting those transfusions mm. because this guy at the top has been taking all of them for himself or herself. Mm. Now we have a villain. Yes. There's another movie with Christian Bale in it. That's kind of the opposite idea where they give you drugs to suppress all emotion. And then he stops. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the name of that is. I haven't what seen it, it, but I know what you're talking about. Oh man, what is the name of that movie? Do 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 do. Um, only we had little equilibrium like, computers in our pocket. That's it, equilibrium. Equilibrium. If only we had little computers with us everywhere we go. <laughs> if only. If only. If only the woodpecker cries. Yeah. So so yeah, basically, kind kind of like that, kind of like equilibrium. In that, instead of just suppressing emotion, it's taking the emotion taking it into like a putting it into a physical form which is then consumed by this this anti-cupid um again uh, totally under the guise of being this cupid that's trying to make sure that there's order and and uh and uh, structure and peace and so that so that the emotions aren't running wild and destroying the world um but really just consuming all of these positive emotions because he's a black hole of of love hmm. I'm a black hole of emotion. 
Like a Voldemort. Like a Voldemort. Um, so, essentially, we've turned it into the Cupid's are emotion vampires. No, well, one just this is. one. Just the one is an emotion vampire. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them are the emotion Red Cross. The uh, yeah, basically. Positive emotion. The positive emotion. The, the love Red Cross. The love the love Red Cross. Yeah. The love cross. The, the red love. Alternatively, what if there's an uh, the an anti-Cupid faction? There could be like a whole faction that's that is an anti-Cupid, but instead of being, you know, consuming positive emotions, what if instead they are forcing people to like give them their negative emotions and transfusing those into people? That's another uh, option. They they transfuse negative emotions into people with their lead arrows, otherwise known as bullets. <laughs> You know, like most of it goes eat lead. <laughs> and yeah. that's and that's where the, the Cupid war comes from is you've got the Cupids and then you've got the US the Army. I mean Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh wow. no. Yikes. The Dipux. The Dipux? Dipux. Is that Cupid's backwards? Yes. Gosh darn it. Uh so then you've got the leader of them, the the, the, the Dipux. That's the the anti the anti Cupid, which is their leader. And then you've got the the uh the lead Cupid. Uh, maybe named Venus. I don't know. Just trying to throw in bits of references. Eros. Uh, named Eros. E R R O S. Eros, and he's the leader of of the Cupids, and they go to war. And I don't know. I don't know what happens then. Um, well, war with the Cupids and the anti Cupids. The Dipix. Yeah, and the Boner King says, "Bring me all the emotions." <laughs> and then the Cupids are like, "All right, cool." Um. <laughs> but maybe one of the Cupids realizes, oh, wait, something's wrong. And he goes back to the Boner King. He's like, I'm not going to do this. And then the Boner King casts him out. Um, and that Cupid, his name, Lucifer. He crashes down. To what him. is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like making a Mad Max reference. Fall, or, like, the hell. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah. I'm... Nope. We went straight back nope. to the beginning of the Bible. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Alternatively, we don't need that level of conflict, and we go all the way back, and we just say they're emergency responders, and they uh, are like the Red Cross, but for love and positive emotion. And their their villain is just you know human you know existentialism because yeah. the, you know they they're just here to serve, and bad things happen, and they're here to try to on the emotional side as opposed to you know like the Red Cross deals with the physical side uh, among among other organizations, of course. Um, they're they're here to assist with the uh, the emotional side. I mean, I feel like human existentialism and despair are plenty villainous enough as as it is. I don't know if we need to have any other conflict, but I was thinking for the sake of drama and uh, uh, you know bullets that we could do that. Bullet sake of drama and bullets for the sake of drama and bullets is the name of my new autobiography. I mean, let's just tie it all <laughs> all of it together. All okay. Of it. Okay. The Cupids originally started as an emergency response service in 1996. And why then? Is that it's just a number I threw out there. Okay. In 100 um, BC. In six. Yeah, they started as a, in 69. In 69. I got them. Yes. They started as an emergency response service, and then uh, they offered two services. You could either uh, call a Cupid in, and they would help you feel emotions that you wanted to feel with a gold arrow straight to the dome or they would stop the emotions that you were feeling with a bullet <laughs> a bullet Gosh, darn it. not really <laughs> you know I'm just a not lead... feeling it like, alright hold on 
<laughs> no. A lead arrow. Like, to, like a horse would take him out back. To a lead arrow to the knee. Either a golden oh, arrow to the course. head or a lead arrow to the knee would stop those emotions that you were feeling and that you didn't want to feel anymore. Uh, I was an adventurer like you. And then stop. it got too powerful and people started using them for the wrong reasons. Um, so like people were like constantly using cupids to try to like fall in love or constantly using them to like not be in love and it got overwhelming and then the cupid organization split similar to the avengers where one thought hey this is a really good service we provide we just need to put more rules on it and the other person or the other group thought no we need to absolve this service and let the humans figure it out and then we've got the conflict war of the cupids who are for maintaining the organization and the cupids who are against maintaining the organization and they started to fight with each other using gold and lead arrows um and then it just led to um them I don't know if if the gold arrows win, then the cupids just fell in love with each other and they didn't affect humans anymore. And if the lead arrows win, then they would grow farther apart and uh, would continue to not help humans. So at the end of the day, the lead arrow people would win anyway. So it doesn't really make sense. And there's not really a conflict. Yeah. Just the question would become, where were you during the Great Boner Wars? Alternatively, here's one more variant on this on this pitch. What if, uh, what if in order to be what what if uh, it's not like a physical instrument that siphons off positive emotions for transfusion? What if it's an ability that cupids have that only cupids have? It's not like a tool that you can like use. Um, uh, so what if only cupids can do it? And what if cupids? Are human like our our former human beings that like a like volunteered to be transformed into these legless diaper wearing chain chainmail wearing cupids, um, and in order to service humanity, but in or but in doing so gave up their humanity, and now in order to be a part of this incredible self sacrificing uh, cupid emergency response service, um, uh, so basically kind of like getting rid of the whole anti cupid thing. Um, but you, to, in order to be part of this uh, cupid version of the Red Cross, uh, y- you're a human, and you find the you find the like the mystical Craigslist ad, and you uh, contact them, and you give up your humanity and are transformed into a cupid to give you the ability to. Uh, share love with other b- between people, or or we could just tie it all back to the Hercules thing, and that the the mothership that Hercules is uh, is connected to, um, I believe we called that Hera, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, the mothership uh, created these um, these these creatures called uh, called uh, uh, CU Pids, because um, again, it's like this giant AI robot thing. So they're CU um, or CPU. Kapupids, 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 and they have the appearance of uh, uh, legless, diaper wearing, uh, chainmail wearing they're people. CP, they're CPU IDs, but when the resistance fighters saw the code, they said, "Oh, Cupid!" But <laughs> yep. it's, it's not spelled that way. It's CPU ID, Cupid. Ah, Cupid! No. And uh, at first they were received well, again, at first, meaning back in, you know, ancient Roman and Greek times, they were they were received well because the experiment that the mothership was running was to see what would happen if uh, human emotions were transferred back and forth, uh, positive human emotions were transferred back and forth amongst humans. And that was received very well at first, but as the experiment then shifted directions, maybe 
the cupids took on more sinister, uh, uh, you know, not not super positive things and started transferring other kinds of emotions. And um, that, that resulted in a war between the uh, CPU IDs and um, the, the cupids or kapupids or whatever and uh, and humans. And maybe there was a war between them, um, and there are only a few uh, cupids left, and those have attained sentience, and they're now an emergency response service. I'm just know. throwing out ideas I think, here. I think on this one, I'm okay with not tying it back to the other episode. I think it's I kind it of complicated. It was, it was people um, doing it for the sake of emotion and well-being for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me you too. Know? Like, I think, I think the, the 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 part of it that's resonated with me the most this whole time is is the idea of donating love. Hmm. What does that look like? What does that mean? Hmm. You know, um, and I mean, yeah. like, part of me wants to be like, oh, you're you're, you're donating dopamine, norepinephrine, ep- epinephrine, serotonin, but you can't donate those things. Um, it's just not how it works. So it would be like like the only way that it would work is if we stepped into the like fantastical or the 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 mythical idea of genuinely donating an emotion or genuinely donating donating that feeling and that that response to something mm-hmm. it, yeah it could be even more specific feelings like um like maybe somebody like because uh, I, I I agree with Nick. I think that we can just leave it, and we don't have to construct any sort of like anti Cupid conflict necessarily. Um, we could just have it be these are emergency responders, and they uh, and and not just like emergency responders. They're this like Red Cross type service. You donate like maybe a specific feeling, and what if it is truly you? It you you remove that feeling and you give it to someone else and you choose what feeling to give, and it's like a specific feeling from a moment in time, like from a memory. So what if you you go into the red, this like red Cupid Red Cross and you've chosen a specific memory to donate the feeling from that memory? So like maybe like somebody goes in and they're gonna donate the memory of when they were uh, they were nine years old and they were watching Saturday morning cartoons on the floor wrapped up in a blanket at their grandma's house and their grandma brings out fresh baked cookies at uh, eleven a.m. in the morning to them while they're watching their cartoons and that like positive feeling is removed from the memory and given to someone else. So the memory's not gone. They still remember that, but they don't have that specific feeling with associated with that mem- that one specific memory anymore. Um so it's it's recommended that you don't donate you don't over donate because you need to keep uh you know self-care. You need to continue to have these positive feelings and maintain the you know those those positive memories, but selectively doing so so just like with the red cross you can only donate so many times within a period of time um Hmm. it's like once every what eight weeks or something i don't i don't know um and so likewise maybe it's like maybe you can only donate to the cupid red cross like once a year um and because you need to have time to build up positive emotions so that you don't become like stripped of your positive emotions well like talking about it like that way like it it the idea or this this image or yeah this image popped into my mind of a guy on his like basically on his deathbed or like he knows he's dying going in and donating like all of it like everything oh yeah his, yeah maybe that's days, you know like he's like so not wow. just organ donation but you can also do emotion donation like yeah. like end end of life emotion donation so that upon death you can donate all of that in bulk yeah just like your well, organs like in my in my mind he did it like it was he was doing it like before he died 
It goes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. G- gives up like the the feelings of when he saw his wife or when his grandkids were born or things like that, and it it really it kind of started to weigh on me. Yeah. You know? It like, give me it gives me chills, but also like that'd be a terrifying death then, because you yeah, wouldn't I, you'd live all this life mm-hmm. and you'd give your emotions away, and then as you lie there, you'd feel nothing about it at all. Yeah, there's nothing. What if what if uh, the the that like that service the end like the end of life service? What if that's like the the Cupid Red Cross floods you with a ton of emotions moments before you pass away, and then just like maybe maybe the moment upon your death, you donate all of your emotions back, and yeah. it's like like it's like less than a second, and it's and then you're gone. There's... That way you're like filled with all of these positive emotions, or maybe that would just be too much like shock and trauma. Maybe that would be mm-hmm. inhumane. I don't know. So maybe we just stick with the whole, no, you can only, you can only donate once every year or once every six months or whatever. I don't know. Right. Well, there's a book um, that I'm trying to find here. Give me just a second. Um, where like the idea behind it is, um, <coughs> There are certain people who are uh, born able to see um, what essentially is little blue creatures that they see um, all over the place. And uh, they see them only when people are dying. And so they assume that these little green, these little blue blue creatures um, are stealing people's life force hmm. and that they're feeding on people's life force. But we find out through over the course of the book that no, they don't steal people's life force. Like, they take pain and fear away when hmm. people are dying. And so you see him at like tragic accidents and, and awful things like that because they're there trying to make things better in the last moments of someone's life, you know? So maybe like, maybe it's something like, like that where um, the cupids, like they'll, they'll take these donations of feelings and, and, and like natural painkillers of, of emotion and things like that. And they'll give them, they'll like use them in the last stages of people's death. Like, or in the hospital when yeah. people are recovering. Yeah, or... yeah. Exactly. Like giving mm-hmm. people the doses when they need it the most. Like the yeah. times when they're really hurting or the time when they're like they're on their way out or like they're you, you probably see them all the time in the ER. Like, yeah, they they really are me- like mental health emergency responders. Yeah. Like they're there they're there trying to like not overdose you with these emotions but No, no. Basically like like be on top of on on top of your mental health in that moment. Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love this. Huh. Are people who donate, do people who donate all of their emotions at the last second? Or I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I want that to be like available, right? Because I feel like that could still be kind of inhumane. But if they were to donate all their emotions, would that be how you become a Cupid? Oh, well, if you donate all of your positive emotions, I mean, how how would you become a cupid without becoming like some sort of like person with sociopathic tendencies like I, and i don't know if i really want to get into that but like i don't know if that feels that feels dangerous you know yeah so cupids just exist i mean i think that they just exist and they are they're, they're rayman with diapers yeah and play yeah. clearly Sorry, I don't know. And I came back in with Raymans with diapers and plain mail. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, at full circle here. Yeah, that's Perfect. that's what the uh, that's what the cupids are. 
Um, can they fly? I mean, um, can't fly. He just hovers with his hair. With well, his, I yeah. I don't think they're like <laughs> literally Rayman, but like the the whole legless thing. But they still have feet, just because we apparently too much thigh. So look, I'm um, all about thigh, and therein lays the problem. <laughs> So apparently too much thigh. So they, they don't literally look like Rayman, but they, they don't have legs, but they do have feet. And they are are here to service maybe, maybe maybe even more than just humans. I was I was about to say they're here to service humans, but maybe they are also emergency responders for other types of creatures. Maybe at some level they 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 start like assisting other for, so, forms of life like like dolphins, maybe and elephants. And I, I don't know, maybe maybe all animals. I don't know. But they, they definitely are there in their most like red cross type form for humans. And um, yeah. Oh, and I was going to say um, in terms of the, uh, to answer your question, Riley, I don't think that like they individually can fly, but I think that whatever their mode of transportation is, should be something that can fly. Like, you know, uh. the, their, their version of the red cross bus. I think that that should be some sort of flying contraption. That's my opinion. Mm. I think I want it to look like uh, Leonardo da Vinci's flying machines. Or just yeah, a spiral yeah. Thing. Those things are crazy. Yeah, but also with like giant hearts and uh, what are other like stereotypical Cupid things? Um, fake like big fake wings on the sides and like uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. feathery wings, big fake feathery wings, and I don't know some sort. Maybe it's like shaped like an arrow, mm, but like yep. st- it's 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 still like a Leonardo da Vinci contraption, but it's like in the shape of an arrow. Yeah, and the chassis is just a big diaper. Perfect. We got yep. it. <laughs> yep, we're nailed it. <laughs> the, does this uh, calm your fears, Nick? About too much thigh, or is it still too? You know, if if one of these cupids were to, uh, in you know, give you an, a a transfusion of 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 love and positive emotions, would it still be too sexually charged for you? Or well, have mean, we look, gotten if it? they're if they're there to make me feel better, more thigh is the option, or less thigh. <laughs> But I'm well. I'm make game. up your mind, Nick. Come on. I'm game with what we have. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I need. I need to just make an all thigh monster that can come save we'll me for myself. Okay. Here's 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 my last change we'll make to the character, or at least to the, what they look like to the people. Um, cupids mm-hmm. are amorphous. They don't look like a. They don't look like men. They don't look like women. Um, they have thighs. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> They Are have there... thighs, they have legs, they have arms, they have feet, um, but they basically, like, if you were to look at them, and they're also wearing, like, this super gaudy plate mail, but the plate mail is actually their body. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So when they, like, Love that. you know, in modern times, right, like, if they're in the hospital, they're wearing the, like, the doctor's, like, scrubs and stuff, but Over underneath the is mail. the plate mail. Yeah. And then their, he- their head is is a diaper. <laughs> I was worried you were going to say that. All right. You know, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If that's if that's the case and also with the thigh, with what? the thigh thing, it what if they are, I mean, if they are with all the wearing like doctor scrubs, then the thigh wouldn't be as much of a problem as it would be an occasional glimpse. I don't know why they're just normal people. <laughs> but okay. Cuz then when well, you hear them running around, you just hear cuz it's their their chainmail is like and when they turn their head, you hear like a sloshing sound. <laughs> yeah, and then when they talk to you, it's it's a normal voice coming out. But then there's like the crinkle of like uh, uh, of diaper. I hate it so much. Yeah, I kind of hate this now. <laughs> I, I hate I hate all of it. 
just maybe maybe uh, the audience wipe it off. <laughs> is it is delete, it human? Delete the episode where it's over. <laughs> is it is it human for is it a humanoid creature wearing chainmail and a diaper and showing a little bit too much thigh, or is it what Riley just suggested? <laughs> you know what? Send us your fan art. I yeah. want to see fan art of this. Uh, we we will p- pick the winner. I yep. will tweet it out. <laughs> I, I will also tweet it out. We'll all tweet it out. The winner I'll is speak for Riley. this one with just the perfect ratio of thigh to diaper. Um, <laughs> all thigh, no diaper. It's <laughs> oh. name my new album that's coming out. We're at... and how many albums do you have coming out at yeah. this point, Nick? Well, this one's a we're a, a Limp Biscuit cover band. You've already. This is it's like your third Limp Biscuit yeah. cover band. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is just one of our new albums. Well, we okay. got to keep up with um, Hot Dog Water and the Chocolate Flavored Starfish. Yeah. So, of course, uh, of course, thigh to diaper ratio is the perfect sequel to that. Of course. Well, Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Practice safe sex. Wear make diapers. Your, make your choice. Well, I mean, if that's your thing. Yeah. If that's your thing. Got a friend whose baby was conceived while he was wearing a giant diaper. Okay. Do do we have any arbitrary changes? Oh, we're gonna keep going. I thought <laughs> I figured you would cut it way before that. Oh, oh, uh, no, it. no closeout or anything. Or well, he said Happy Valentine's Day. I assumed that was the closeout. Uh, here's the closeout. You're 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 podcast daddy today. You do whatever you want. Yeah, you do. You did. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, if you happen to see someone walking around in plate mail armor. Um, chances are it's you me. might it might be Nick. <laughs> it's chances are it's uh, me. If it is Nick, run. Yeah. If it's a Cupid, um, tip their Maybe tip your hat because they, they do a good service. I'm just I'm just gonna warn you though. Um, I'm like a dog. If I see you running, I'm giving chase. <laughs> oh no, I don't like that. Um, good luck out there this Valentine's like, Day. That, shit, I that guy's see, running. I Get do him. have an arbitrary change. Uh, okay. I would oh, like yeah. um it. the Cupids um r- whatever their form is, they do uh, still. Th- they're still able to eat food, and I'd like to say that um, the favorite thing for them to eat is sweet tarts. Not the candy hearts? Not cheeseburgers? Ooh, or the candy hearts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, yeah, the candy hearts. The candy hearts. That's, like, their favorite thing to eat. That's how you attract yourself a Cupid. Oh, put, you put or maybe... candy, candy hearts under a cardboard box with a stick under it. <laughs> <laughs> when they go, you just yank the stick out. Oh, I got me one. <laughs> is is that your arbitrary change, Nick? Sure. <laughs> They'll do anything for them. Candy hearts. My arbitrary change is that uh, the Cupids uh, are packing. They're carrying around bow and arrows, but that's how they transfer emotions. Okay. That's their tool. You know what my tool is? Do I want to? Yeah. What is your tool, Tyler? Uh, I was hoping that Nick would jump in with an answer. It's an alternate universe where there are no thighs. No. 